I'm pretty non-confrontational. I probably would have just been <laughs> just angry behind the scenes. Yeah, buried it deep inside and wanted to punch him but not say anything and just smile. We are awesome dads, okay husbands, and terrible golfers. We dive into golf, fatherhood, and life. This is the Breakfast Balls Podcast. Welcome to episode 72 of the Breakfast Balls Podcast with your host, Mark Budden and Chris Laporta. And guess who's back? Back again. Cusack's back. Tell your friend. Oh, we got Matt Cusack back in the house, ladies. And look at those guns. Welcome. I would like to lay claim to the first host or the first guest to be on with a tank top. Because I'm smoking a brisket, and that's what we're doing in the meantime. Oh, my God. These ladies. Not even ladies anymore. I am smoking a brisket with guns out. Got the guys drooling over here. Yeah, what do we got a bottle? Brisket out, brisket out. What are are we we drinking tonight, Matt? You're our go-to for all this. We need to know. Yeah, and you know what? I, I asked, well, I asked your partner if I should drop off some samples. He's like, nah, not necessarily. Not tonight. So, well, you made but, it. Uh, I didn't want you to feel inconvenience because you're like, I don't know if I could with my kid. And I'm like, you know, it's probably better if you don't because every time you drop off a sandal, I get fucking annihilated. Really destroyed. Yeah. And I have to, I have to drive to Rockford early tomorrow morning. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? If it's an inconvenience for you, I'm going to use this. It's a excuse. blessing for Chris. Yes. It's a blessing for me because. Now I can get up somewhat relatively like not sweating and having to take a cold shower. All those whiskey sweats. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, to answer your question, what I'm drinking, if you follow me on Instagram, my my latest kind of quick video review first tasting, this is Lucky 7. It was actually recommended to me by Sarah Spain from ESPN. So, um, you know, a little shout out. Yeah, a little name dropping there. But uh, yeah, she like recommended per, the company. Like a personal recommendation? Yeah. Uh, so we had gone back and forth. Uh, she actually spent her birthday week this week in Louisville. So a couple of questions have popped up, you know, like what to do at Louisville. Uh, I messaged her. She actually messaged me back. I, you know, super lucky. I'm not sure why. But, uh, you know, we went back. Because you were wearing a, a tank top. I was going to say, Matt, I think we know why. First I off, I think Heckler we Brad know why. is a pretty cool dude. Uh, <laughs> I can't compete with that. But, but, but she recommended lucky seven. And, um, you know, this is where, you know, kind of, if you're getting into the whiskey world, kind of knowing what your wheelhouse is and what you like. So I like uh-huh. a finished bourbon. What I mean by finished, this is actually put into a second barrel. Um, and it's actually delicious. I mean, it, it's a little up there in price, but for the price, I'm extremely happy with it. So I'll drop up a couple samples for when you're back from Rockford. So this one's called, uh, and this specific version is called the holiday toast. Ooh. So, very sweet 115 proof which is uh i really big fan of this because usually people who give you a double barrel finish they're mm-hmm. not doing it at a higher proof like this at 115 so 115 proof mm-hmm. i was gonna say sweet and 115 that doesn't sound like they go together but i like it yeah so what they do a lot of times with these second barrels is they'll char the barrel a certain way to achieve an extra amount of sweetness and that's okay. evidently the route they did i'm doing a, a deeper article for malt 
I'm going to actually interview them and kind of see like what char barrel they were looking for, because there's a couple other whiskeys out there. Like most of us know Woodford Reserve double oaked. They went for super sweet on that one. But again, it's under 100 proof. Elijah Craig has a toasted that has marshmallow notes under 100 proof. And then there's 1910 where Jackie Zyke and Edel Forster actually went for like a higher proof or she went for a spicier finish, but still under 100 proof. So this is uh, this is pretty unique out there in, in the marketplace. So if you want to find something, it's a pretty cool bottle too. So, And nice. I think the cork is Peruvian, if that matters. Wow. <laughs> What that's a nice little tidbit to throw in there at the end. Peruvian cork. What, so what is that going to do? Think. Is that going to do anything for your whiskey? Uh, well, you know what? There's um, again. So I try to I try to toe the line between whiskey nerd and and welcoming whiskey people. Hey, come check it out. Um, some people don't like synthetic corks. Okay. They don't think synthetic corks add any flavor, but they're more reliable in the long run. Um, that's that's why a lot of times I'll get a lot of people that message me. And a lot of people that I used to work with and, and friends, they say, hey, I found this in grandma's basement. Or I found this in grandpa's basement. Hmm. And it's like stuff from the 70s and 80s. And uh, they're like, you, you know, they'll ask me what it's worth. First off, they'll ask me what it's worth. Then they'll ask me if I want to buy it. And my answer is always no. Like, <laughs> like I don't trust. I don't nope. trust cork because uh, I don't know if you guys are wine guys. Wine is totally fine to store sideways. Like. You want to wet the cork every once in a while. That is true. But wine does not have the, the alcohol that whiskey does. So sure. whiskey will just eat the cork. And, and after a while, you're either drinking cork juice or uh, it just evaporates out of the bottle. Interesting. So, yeah. So anytime I never uh, know tip, what someone did with the grandfather's whiskey. Yeah. But uh, and, and last tip I'll give you before we get on to the main reason I'm on the show, because I actually called you in crisis because I, I had to question myself whether I behaved correctly with a caddy, but yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the other tip I'd give you, if you ever run into old whiskey that maybe came out of grandma or grandpa's basement and it's sealed, there should always be liquid in the neck. If the liquid on most of those older bottles is below the shoulder line, it means that some air has gotten in there and you're probably just going to be drinking uh, wood juice. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah my, my grandfather um, who drank, he, he wouldn't let anything go to waste. So there's no way he left any, uh, anything left for the family when he, when he passed. So yeah, my, my folks had a couple bottles of scotch from their wedding, which would have been like 80, 1982 in their house. Yeah. Um, it was fine. It still tasted fine. Um, it's from a, did you get drunk off of it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There was it's some alcohol left it, in there. Yeah, I mean, it, it still tasted like rubbing alcohol, so it was probably, you know, well, it's it scotch, legit so. scotch. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's you got it. You got the legit good scotch. stuff. Then. Yep. All right, nothing Matt. against scotch, by the way. I so I always joke uh, over at Malt. Uh, my editor Taylor, he actually went to school in Edinburgh, and he writes about scotch and American whiskey like nonstop. The guy pumps out like an article every day. Uh, I'm way lagging behind. I owe him like three or five or 10 at this point. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm amazed at people like I stay in my wheelhouse. If you see a review for me, it's mostly bourbon because that's mm -hmm. what I like. Uh, but man, he can do it all scotch, rye, uh, bourbon. I'm like, ah, I just got the bandwidth for what I love. So I, I, I stick to the yeah. bourbons. I guess. And if yeah. you grew up and on I'll scotch, I'll you're going to like scotch. Craft beers. Scotch, 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 yeah, scotch, exactly. scotch. All right, let's talk about my caddy. So what did you do to your caddy? I yeah, give us give us the backstory. Yeah. Tell us where you're at, what you're playing. I we know what you are, but so the, the audience knows what what. All right, so us, I don't know context. if I want to name. So 
and just to let everybody know, I don't, I probably had a caddy like four or five times in my golfing career. Like I went back and I'm like, I played TPC Sawgrass, had a caddy, loved them. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, went to Whistling Straits. Everybody said, trust the caddies. I did. Had a great time. Got mm-hmm. caddy, my friend, yeah. my friend who's a golf pro hated his caddy. They were just battling the whole time. That's for another story for another day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think this is like my fourth time with like a caddy. Um, it's cart path only. We are at a charity outing. I don't want to name the course because I kind of don't want to get the guy in trouble, but there was, there's three incidents and I, I just, I'm going to give you guys incident by incident and see how you would have reacted, how you would have handled it. And, and then what the conclusion should have been. But so rain delay, you know, we've just been having these massive storms and everybody's right. like, well, do we come back next week to do this outing? And you know, half the outings like here just for the outing. So they're like, sure. no, we're going out. So we're going out car path only the bags are on carts. And then we've got caddy per two guys, right? So very first hole, par five. We start off on the longest drive hole. Um, I'm in the right rough. I'm in the right rough. Cart path's on the left side. So we pull up, and the guy goes, and there's a par five, and it is a course that once hosted a BMW championship. So I, I will tell you that. Oh, you, limit, you limited the course. You've, you've, you've narrowed it down substantially. <laughs> to quite a few. <laughs> to like done. three. Well, he didn't say it was in the state of Illinois. So That's fair. Get, you know but it's probably in the state of illinois anyway yeah but if you go back in my timeline you probably figure it out also yeah. so so well, that'll we, just force well, we people to come back yeah i know you guys know but um so so very first hole the guy my so me and my buddy my partner he's out in the he's out in the right stuff i'm in the first cut and he get, he gives us both eight irons he's like just get it out of there mm-hmm. and i'm like oh well par five and we kind of hit decent drives so we're walking by and my brother and his partner they're in the fairway about even with us and their caddy's scoping it and he goes it's 200 and we're and we're playing best ball okay now i've walked across the fairway with an eight on my hand i'm like well well 200 sounds gettable right like Mm. you know in a like in a best ball format like i think i gotta go for it don't i yeah yeah yeah, except the back. The back is limiting me to about a, a buck fifty. <laughs> so um, I'm like, so I go back to the cart. So I guess this is my. That was kind of the first like infraction, and maybe he was just hurrying us along. But when you guys have a caddy, do you prefer the caddy, caddy tell you the club or just give you the number? Early on, give me the number. Number. You, you have, yeah, you have no idea what I what I do. I mean, like you can what? maybe. I don't know if he was with you on the range or what, yeah. but. Yeah, give me the number at first. Um, was he with you on the range or no? Well, we had like a two-hour rain delay, so it was just like a mad scramble. Sure. At like It was like 2 o'clock, and they're like, okay, dinner's at 5.30. We got three and a half hours to get as much golf as, as we can. So everybody like chunked like five balls up the tee sure. and all that. But, and and you, already but, got you, know, two, you already got so two you're balls just, in the fairway? And you're playing one best ball, yeah, right? so my Yeah, we had two balls in the fairway. Me and my buddy were off. He, he, was, he was gone, so my buddy was gone. Sure. But I was in the first cut. Like, you could see it from the car path. You know, when you see, like, three quarters of your ball, you're like, oh, it's probably sitting up at that point, yeah, right? So it's not like I had to lie. dig it out. Yeah, yeah. Give, me, give me a number. Yeah. I, I, yeah, just give me the two. Yeah, maybe he's trying to hurry up because he knows the time constraints. But still, give me the number. Most most caddies will to... give you the number, right? Like, hey, you can. it's 200 of the pin, right? You're in some yeah. danger at 190, right? You can hit a 170 shot or you can attack it. You need a you know 195 yard 200 yard club. Yeah, unless he that's knows what, that's what a good yeah. caddy would tell you is they'll give you the yeah. number and they'll let you know where the danger is at. 
unless he knows something you don't, which at least he should say, I want you to hit eight iron because uh, I want you to stay clear of these six traps in the front because if you're in there, you're done. Or he thought you hit your eight iron 200 yards with those that, pythons. Right. Oh, when you, oh, were you oh, wearing well, that a shirt? Perspective. <laughs> were you wearing a shirt at the golf course? <laughs> and, and, and a rain vest. I, I got this sweet, like, Tiger Woods throwback rain vest. Cut the sleeves off? With nothing underneath? No, it had the super wide shoulders. So it was like, oh, it gosh. didn't have shoulder pads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, yes. like that era. Yeah. I mean, like the, the, air, the air holes underneath the arms and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Dude, I'm watching that Tiger Woods documentary. I, I flew to Seattle for work. And, and I, I finally watched the HBO documentary. HBO and it's one? just like. Yeah, it was just so unfortunate the length of the sleeves and, and, and the the pleats <laughs> and the silver tin belts. You know that's gonna come. I'm like, back, I don't know. Right? Like, it's gonna pleats, come back full pleats circle. Pleats can't come back. Pleats cannot come back. They will come, everything come right. back. The fashion just like recycles I know, itself. But you're right. Pleats will come back. The baggy pleated pants. They'll come back. I mean, that's why I'm not you getting got, rid of mine. All right. So you guys wear saddle shoes? Uh, no, I haven't worn saddle shoes since like oh three. What's that? The straps over the on the dress shoes it's a saddle shoe it, it, it's like uh it's like you have a plain toe a plain heel and in the middle is kind of like a like a dress shoe leather yeah that kind of like yeah I, I don't know where the actual name comes from but maybe some of the listeners can correct us on that oh one. you mean a golf shoe a saddle yes. shoe yeah golf yeah shoe. yeah yeah uh no yeah our buddy jay does yeah he does you might you might have one pair don't you the black white and blacks I've got the Nikes, but they're not the saddle. Yeah, they're they just not got, saddles. They just got a little, they're like, they're traditional style Nike or traditional style yeah. golf shoes, but they're not the saddle. So I've been saying this for a while now when it comes, so I used to work for Nike uh, as a part-time club fitter. And I'm saying this, like, I've been saying this for the last four years, like, why do they not bring out, like, re-bring out some of those old Tiger shoes? Like from 08 to 09 with like they, the ballistic they, mesh, they even the free a, ones. They brought yeah. back a couple so far. I think they should go off the Jordan uh, idea of bringing back retro shoes. That seems to work well, very let's, well. Let, let's be honest though. Like the, the retro Jordans are in style. You, no one, no one's, the, the old TW shoes are pretty fucking hideous. Even they're the not good. Ones, they're like, not, they're not good looking shoes. Don't get me wrong. People will buy them and they will wear them. Yeah, maybe there just needs to be more time. Maybe just yeah, needs a couple I, I more, more time, maybe five, like, ten more years you know, before you the retros the, really come into play for him. Yeah, I mean the 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 latest shoe that they I think that they produced for Jordan via golf shoe was the Elevens, and that was the Pat Mother ones. And mm-hmm. that is well, this hands year was the fours. Yeah, well, I'm saying the fours, but they haven't gone past eleven. Like the latest shoe that they've done for Jordan is eleven in a golf shoe. Right, yeah. Jordan Eleven. Well, I, I get what you're saying because the Eleven. So the Eleven was engineered. So now I'm gonna get super shoe geeky on you. If if what you're saying is because of the sole, because it actually had a golf sole, it had like the it had the lunar with the React sure. cushioning yeah, mixed yeah. in. So it was the same bottom as like a React Vapor almost. So it was like you took a golf shoe bottom and you put the Eleven on top of it. Now what they did this year with the four and last year with the five, it's literally just the shoe from the '80s. With yep. golf spikes on it yeah right yeah. well what what I, what I was saying is that that the, yeah. the actual style of jordan's shoe like the actual year of jordan's shoe via and have it as a golf shoe but they haven't made anything later than a jordan 11 yeah oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. you're right you're sorry 
Correct. Well, yeah. The Jordan, the Jordan 11 could be the greatest shoe of all time ever made. Without question. Oh, that's without doubt. I mean, the it's 11, the greatest shoe of all time. You're going to make that into any type of shoe, football cleat, baseball cleat, golf cleat, whatever you want it to be. It is quite possibly one of the greatest shoes. Well, I of think all in time, 2014, but... I think 2014 or 2016, they did do the Jordan 13. You remember that one with the hologram? They did a low top version of yeah. that. Yeah. But that's that's as late as it goes. Fourteens that he hit the last shot in. I think those would be great golf shoes. You're right. They could yeah, do they those into golf shoes. And they probably will. Now, do you so think they'll do you think they'll do the Nike shocks into golf shoes? Oh man, the old Vince Carters. <laughs> the shocks. See, see a bunch of guys jumping over their uh, their, their their scramble mates. I've never uh, I never had the shocks. Oh, I had the original. I got the Did original you? shot. I used to work at Finish Line. And That's right. When those things came out, oh, I got dead. Do you have the low man. tops or the high tops? Low, low tops. Low those, tops. those were the originals. The Nike shots. Dude, that came out. I mean, I talk about those. marketing. That was the shoe. That was the shoe he was wearing when he dunked over Frederick Weiss. Like when he, when then, Vince Carter went over the Olympics. Greatest oh. dunk of all time. He's got. He's up there in a lot of the dunks. Anyway, we're getting oh, sidetracked on awesome number shoes. Two. Yeah, yeah, I love side, so, I love side bars. Two. All right, so your caddy, you know, screwed the pooch on the first. How'd you hole. How'd you handle that? You just you just like, all right, let's move on. I, this is I, the first I walked back. So I walked back and uh, I walked back and I took my two hundred club and I was still short ten yards because okay. I'm like, so. But but I'd rather you know, be it, I'd rather be ten yards short on a par five than laying up with an eight iron. Yeah. And, and starting off on a short. par five and a best ball, like I felt like we had to go for it mm-hmm. because, you know, Absolutely. you know, we were going to get pencil whipped, which we did. I think like some team actually, I, I think I, I know the team that won. And I think they wanted like 16 under or something, something ridiculous. Wow. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Um, but or just a best ball. Or just yeah, one yeah. best ball. So infraction number two. So my birthday was in late July and my brother got me a new putter. And I don't want to brag about what the new putter was, but I, you know, I had taken some time off because my back has been bad and all this. So I'm like, Oh, I'm busting out the putter for this event. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he notices the putter. He's like, Oh man, that's an awesome putter. I'm like, Oh, thank you. You know, that's cool. And, uh, like on hole 13, all of a sudden, like we're walking up to the green. Cause you know, we were all in the fairway. We all actually hit the green and, and you know, we're the worst best ball team of all time. Cause if we all hit the fairway, then we would go to the next hole and not, and any of us would hit the sure. fairway, right? But Makes anyway, sense. so we all hit the fairway. We all hit the green. We're walking up. And uh, my man's got my putter, my brand new putter in my hands, my birthday gift. And he's picking up a sand rake with it. Like, like you, and you just see him like slide the head underneath the whole rake. Am I being too, am I being too anal about this? No. No, Man. his job is to bend over and pick up the sand <laughs> rake. Pick up the fucking rake, pal. Uh, especially knowing why, you why just he, had a conversation up, about your new why is putter. He picking up a sand rake to begin with, if you're all in the fairway in the green. <laughs> well, actually, I will good call. No, I think my brother was in the in the sand. I think my brother okay. was in the sand. All right, or, well, well, whatever. Bend down if yeah, the but, but either way, he's you know, and I just kind of like stopped in my tracks and like, oh, you know, like like a little bit of a cringe because scratching that up. Yeah, I and, yeah. and granted, look, I understand. Like Tiger Woods has that Scotty Newport that's like beat to hell. Like, like he digs balls out of the hole. That, and he beats it up, right? That didn't happen on day one. Yeah, that's been in his bag for how many years? Yeah, it's a little yeah. different story. Yeah. So, so what would you guys have done? Would you guys have 
asked him to not do that again? Would you just let it slide? Uh, I'm pretty non-confrontational. I probably would have just been <laughs> just angry behind the scenes. Yeah, buried it deep inside and wanted to punch him, but not say anything and just smile. Uh, yeah, get a little passive aggressive. I know. Yes. I like, and I know how elitist that, I sound. That's, like, no, oh, that's how I, I am. I, charity of a... I'd kind of like, I'm not, I wouldn't say passive aggressive. I would just be like casually like make it awkward like yep that's off your tip motherfucker you know like just make it like a little bit awkward and funny so he's like yeah is he joke is he joking is he being serious i'm not sure <laughs> is this guy fucking crazy <laughs> yeah i i mean like maybe i should like maybe what i should have done is like i probably would have like made it a joke like if i was if i was on top of my game i yeah. had too many mm-hmm. course lattes at that point but maybe i, I should have made a joke like like oh man the new putter you like so much dude he's off the rake or something i don't know but i let yeah. it go i i let it go and I, I i didn't let it simmer i didn't let it affect me because at that point like like you're trying to get as much golf as you can in three and a half holes right so like i wasn't really thinking about it because that had come a little bit later on in the round right it was the second to last hole where I think the worst infraction happened. Oh, so second to last hole, and, and it's a it's it's a par five. It's just a beast of a par five. And mind you, I um the back issues, the knee issues, like all this stuff's just going wrong. I this was supposed to be twenty twenty one was supposed to be the summer of George, and it is the summer of nobody. <laughs> all right, it is the summer of, of pain summer of and hate and anguish. And, and Mark, man, I was feeling you. I, I wanted to reach out and hug you because you had that one episode where you were like up and down with your scores. Like that's where I've been. Like I've shot a one Oh three. And then yeah. two weeks later shot a 79. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what is going on here? Like why give me hope? I was on the verge. Like, I was literally on the verge of quitting. I think I had quit mentally. Um, at it's one point better um, mentally checked out and then just literally, you know, that's what golf does. It sucks. You hit one good shot and it sucks you right back in and you know, Gives you the it was a shot of a member guest. Yeah, and member guest shot of your life. Then you're back and you can't do anything about it. And then it just digs away at you and eats at you and kills you inside. Um, but anyway, (laughs) let's get back to this infraction this this horrible infraction by the caddy to finish it off. So so because of the back issues and all this stuff, I asked my brother if I could borrow a set of his irons. Mm -hmm. My brother has some extra irons. I'm like, hey, can I can I try these? You know whatever i won't get into details why but i was just like let me try these now when he's on the back of the golf cart what he's done also is he's brought out his umbrella i've got one of these bags it's a cart bag and it's got 14 slots Mm -hmm. 14 clubs so he throws one of his umbrellas into the slot and now he's jamming irons and drivers into like the same slot and again i'm i'm it doesn't bother me that much, but what didn't make sense to me is like, how could you not put the driver in the same spot and the irons in the same spot? Anyways, he slams he, now, now because he's jamming and I have midsize grips because you know, my hands are a little larger. He can't fit the iron in. And I just see him. He's like almost climbing. He's almost off the ground on the, on the iron head and the iron hand slams down and you could hear it hit the bottom of another iron. And I just like, I left it alone. I left it alone. And then I waited until we got to the parking lot and I checked and there's a giant, it's almost like, it's almost like a dot you would get on a putter. <laughs> it's like on the top of my brother's seven iron is now a, like a, just a dent, like a dent from the bottom of another club. God. Um, couple you're supposed things. to say. <laughs> couple things to go here. A, you're, you have a cart bag, smart, 
Good move. Real men carry cart bags. You guys um, are the only two people I know that have cart bags besides professional golfers. Well, how many? How often do you actually walk in carrier clubs? Well, it's like a hybrid. Yeah. And mine's a hybrid. Like it, it's mine's got legs. Stand? It's got. You have a stand? Yeah, it'll stand on its own. It's got legs. I, I can tilt yeah. it forward. It, okay. It's yeah, a Nike yeah. hybrid bag. So anyway, but it's got fourteen slots. But those bags definitely have an umbrella opening for any umbrella. You just um, put it next to the two bags. I'm not. I'm not done. I'm not done. I, no one's cutting you off. Just you cut me off. Or you, or you uh, just do that. You could put it in the in the back. I can see your middle finger. You oh, put it between the carts. You can hide it behind the bag. There's so many things you can do with this umbrella. So um, many options. So many options. Really disappointed in his choicing of shoving it down your bag, um, like something else you would shove down something else's throat or something like that um yeah i i think i might have lost it after watching him like jumping on your bag to get a seven iron in there i think i might have lost it then especially at an 18 probably cocktailed up and then now this is where everything that's pent up over the 18 holes i let it out i just, so I just we- let him have it so it's it's time. Oh wait, go ahead, Chris. Chris, how would you have handled it before we get to the finale, to the conclusion of what happened? Uh, I mean, I think I think you, you highlighted three three infractions, right? But there was probably stuff going on all day. It was just like, you know, did I have questions? Like, did he find your ball? Was he able to find your ball all day? Did he have or, any redeeming qualities? Yeah, like did did he did he help you read the green? Did he pull the pin? Did he rake the bunkers? You know, like, did, did he do his raking outside, outside, of, outside of like those infractions? Did he do what you expected him to do or what you paid for him to do throughout the round? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Like overall, like, you know, talking to him, like he, he's been a caddy there for like 17 years. He's like, we were like the same age. Oh, we were talking about a lot of stuff. Pretty cool dude. Had good reads. On, so he wasn't a kid. He wasn't a kid. No, so he wasn't a kid. He was like an experienced caddy. And and like, I also get Oh, that's like, hard too. That's hard. I then. think all of us experienced some malaise, right? Like here you are, you're a caddy. You show up to no, work. It no, might get I'm, rained out. You're, I'm, no, we're done. He's 17 years. Like I was like, yeah, this guy's this a kid and he's new. You know, newer, yeah, newer, college age, right? Two years, one, two years on the job where you just started this year, right? Teaching moments, right? Like, hey, you know what? You don't pick up someone's rake with a putter. Hey, you know, especially a new putter that you don't slam someone. Very nice. You don't slam someone's clubs into a bag, right? You know, like teaching moments, like with a young caddy. Guy's been there for seventeen fucking years. That's coming off his fucking tip. That is coming off of his fucking yeah. paycheck. Agreed. I'm what a brilliant I'm segue. With I'm with you Ooh, on that. Let's hear this. Okay. Well, before you get to the segue, real quick, so those three terrible infractions just against you. How many others did you notice against the other? Good question. I'd the like others that question. Group? Good question. Yeah, so, so my car partner is way easier going than I am. So he can be, he can was be your car partner going, your brother but... or was it a buddy? Oh no, my brother refuses to play golf with me. So uh, oh. my brother was in the other cart. <laughs> so uh, my brother only showed up because I was like, "Hey, BMW Championship course, 
I got you. Come on in. So that's the only reason my brother showed up and his company donated money. So, uh, so either way, Chris Brown is my friend. Uh, I'm going to use his name on the podcast. Hopefully he's happy and he's listening because he listened the last time. And Chris Brown, what did the, I look the, like the, the singer. R&B singer that punched Rihanna. Yeah. The, the, the domestic abuser. No, this, this guy's name is actually Chris Brown and he loves the anonymity that comes with being named Chris Brown. He loves that. Nobody, nobody will like ever find him. Like, and at one point he lived at an address that was like five, 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 five. I'm like, you might as well just change your phone number too to something like that. Like, <laughs> Talk about the most unfindable man who does not want to be found, by the way. So you rarely see me tag him. You rarely see me tag him in anything. So he's a great golf partner. But, um, you know, he, the guy had been like pitching a business to him throughout oh, the round. God. Oh, dear. And I'd be like, it's cool because like there's always small talk and there's always going to be that. But that yeah. kind of wore on my buddy, uh, Chris, there a little bit. So and Chris is a really easygoing dude. Like, obviously, he deals with me all the time. So so Chris has to be mellow because I, I get fired up a little bit about stuff. And what happened was we uh, so it's 530. It's dinner time. Everybody's heading to the thing. And as part of and, and this is the thing I don't this is like I don't do a lot of charity outings. So I'm looking for your guidance here. As part of the charity outing, they said that the caddies are covered. You do not need to tip. Like they were explicit about it because they would yeah. rather the money go to the charity. Sure. Okay. So, so the guys are like hanging on the golf cart as we drive up to our cars, and you know they they were doing that move, like you know hanging out for the tip. And I was gonna tip anyways. Like I, like, that's like just strip, who I am. Or, you know, strip club, right? Like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna, you know. I'm going to sit next to you and talk to you and you're going to tip me. Like I've got a, that move, like I've got a lot right? of friends. I'm going to follow you around until you tip me. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a minimum, like I'm always a minimum, like 20 to 25% guy, 30% if you're awesome. Like, like that, that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, everybody's got their own view on it. Like I'm not here to push my views on anybody. So that's just like, I'm, I'm not, I don't stiff people. Like I, I so like, I don't know. It wasn't in me to stiff them. Uh, and then I ended up, so I ended up tipping both of the guys for the, for the group. Right. I mm-hmm. took both of them. Right. And uh, as they drove away, my, my friends just turned to me and they're like, you're such a sucker. That dude sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, uh, really? Would you have stiffed him? Would you have stiffed him? Really? I, I don't know that I could have stiffed him. I definitely would have tipped less if I was that frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Think, What's a good think, tip, by the way? For a caddy? Tip yeah. Well, so he was a two a two caddy essentially, right? He wasn't actually carrying clubs. Um did you that, guys not did you guys not walk because it was so you each every oh no, cart, we were we tried to walk as much as possible. Like, every cart had a caddy. Every cart had a caddy, every cart mm-hmm. had two bags on it. So you, you okay. could have jumped in the cart and, and ridden. But so he wasn't to try just and a, he time. wasn't just a four caddy. No. Okay. No. So yeah. So he'd be like on the cart, he'd give you he'd give you a tip if, if you'd ask for it. And that I appreciated. Like that did I'll he give have credit a, for. Did he have a card? Like most private clubs, if you get a caddy, well, you were in a, you're in a charity outing, so disregard that. But most private right. clubs, if you have a caddy. They, they have a card after the round. You fill out the card. It has the recommended tip amount based on their status, right? And like, you know, if so, you want to tip anything extra. I don't know if this is a move that caddies do. And again, any caddies listening to the podcast, condition of anonymity, please, please right away, 
they right away they asked like what do we do like like, what do we do like trying to and i don't know if that's a move to gauge like what a dude can tip Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he realized that he was like with two bums, like right away. He's like, ah, I'm not going to put a lot of effort into this because these dudes will probably stiff me or whatever. Well, I mean, you were at a, but that the outing you were at, right. Cause we know what it is. It wasn't like a, it's not a cheap outing to go to, right. You're not, you know, you're not like uh this isn't like a, you know, a Muni outing for, you know, whatever oh. charity, right. Like this is, you know, this is a, but maybe he was hoping to get some of the higher army. tier people. Maybe he was hoping to get some of the good people. No, there's a reason why. Um, he probably yeah, didn't. I but I don't uh, know. Like I've um, been to I've been to an outings before at nice courses, charity outings, um, where they tell you you know tips included, right? With the cat, you get a caddy tips included. Uh, we've still always tipped afterwards. Yeah. I think I think most 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 experiences I had, it's just been they've just been thankful, like you know, no issues, right? Like you know, cool right. things, right? Whatever. Um, you know, in your in your situation, I, I, that's tough, man. I I don't know that I would have tipped that fucking guy. <laughs> uh, I would have been saw. I would have tipped it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a softy. I'm non-confrontational. I'm you got a uh, job. I, I mean, at the you end got of the day, a responsibility. Like, you, know, on the you got to get off your yeah, ass and still. find that fucking ball. <laughs> still would have tipped him. I know a guy that was a caddy master at another Chicago land course. So now I'm going to throw in a mix here because now, now people are not going to know when, when or where we were. Um, caddy master, I've known him for years at another Chicago land course that's hosted a BMW. And that dude, like, if you messed around, out. Like there was there was no messing whether whether you were caddying for a member or not. Like like he was the, he ruled like he was a he, he the, was a caddy master caddy, and he I'm saying if the caddy was bad, you're gone. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Like he he he'd explain to you the first time mm-hmm. and the only time. Right. If you something get, was wrong. Right. You get one you shot. Know, I, yeah, and they, they weren't jerk-offs because the, the course overall is not like one of those like hardo golf courses. Cause you know, there's some like there's some memberships that are like really hard about golf, really serious, and the caddy better be really serious. Like people are pretty easygoing. And that was the thing that he factored in. And he's like, Look, our club, people are pretty easygoing. So that means that if somebody complains, you you really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's a that's a good point. I mean, like, I think caddy mat the caddy master has to know. Who he's assigning caddies to, right? Like the mm-hmm. person, the, the the members that he's assigning caddies to, how they're going to mesh. You know, I think there's a lot of responsibility on both parties, right? Like I've at my at my club, we've had caddies, and, and we have some really good caddies, and we have some really bad caddies. And I've seen caddies fired before out there. It happened during the member guest. Like people fired caddies during the member guest round because they were so bad yeah um and i don't have a problem with that because you're paying for a service right but there's also you also have to know what quality caddy you're going to get and at our club we have a lot of caddies that are young and inexperienced so you're going to have to take the responsibility to be teaching them during the round right so if you want to have a caddy at the member guest when you're all fucked up out of your mind probably not a good idea you don't want to be teaching want, right you're when you're playing in the tournament you want to enjoy yourself right but like you know i'll play i'll play uh you know in, in another event there and we'll have 
some older members who have been at the club for a long time. And part of what they like to do is help the caddies learn. And I have no problem with that, right? Like, you know, they're out, they're out being a four caddy, right? They mark where our ball's at. You know, we teach them a little bit here and there. So they're better the next time. So I think it really depends like who the caddy master's job is to make sure that he aligns the right caddy with the right members or the right people that are playing golf that day. And if the guy's showing some level of interest, right. And effort that can go a long way. Right. I've had, we've had caddies just like, dude, this, this dude is either high as shit or he just doesn't give a fuck. Right. Right. He just wants, he's out there because his parents got him the job. Exactly. And those are the type of kids you, kids yeah most of them are kids you're just like yeah fuck, this kid's he's out get him out. he's out of here he's fuck him he doesn't want to be here right and that was the difference right because my guy my guy wasn't a kid and no. it brings me back exactly. i remember the other time That's i had a so good weird. caddy is uh bull valley bull valley we played in an outing at bull valley which just incredibly tough course it's mm-hmm. like yeah. felt for the caddies right away and one of the things i always do like no matter what like i always like to hear like how long people have been doing something da 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 so they gave us, uh, it was like a brand new fresh caddy. She was like two weeks in. Uh, and then I knew, the I, guy, yeah. Yeah, I knew the guy that was, I knew the guy that was training them actually. And yeah. he's like, be tough on him, be tough. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be tough on somebody that's super new. Like, I don't want to scare them off. Right. You know? And, uh, but what they did was the other caddy for the other two, some was experienced. So you could see, you could yeah, see the experienced caddy being too. like, yeah, you know, and I get it. Like sometimes, like everybody's new, so it's just going to be growing pains. Mm-hmm. So I like if it was a kid, like I would definitely, I definitely wouldn't be calling Breakfast Balls podcast to complain <laughs> if it had been, you know, like like a young kid. By the way, and, yeah. and, and just to give you a quick hangover tip, um, anytime we do professional tastings or what we deem professional tastings, we always go lowest proof to highest proof because right. you don't want to send your taste buds. However, if you're just drinking for fun as we are tonight, you start higher proof and then I'm going to finish with a mixed drink. So I already got the 115 uh, holiday toast down and uh, the new Coke zero, by the way, shameless plug. I'm going to be starting a, a review YouTube review video channel coming up here and you might see it debut in the next two weeks here. Uh, what's up, Ricky? Uh, with, with uh, but Coke the new zero? Coke zero is pretty good. Oh, okay. my God. it's fantastic. If you're cool. looking for the calories, and a little twelve-year creek, dude, Vanilla City, I'm telling you. L- little Knob Creek but, and Coke Zero. Is that what you're doing? It's hard to tell. Yeah. So, so if I'm trying to avoid the hangover, okay. I go higher proof first, and then I ease into the night with something Throt- a little, throttle little lower. back. Throttle back. Yeah, okay. it makes sense. Hundred proof here. Hundred proof mixed with some Coke Zero. Yeah, I mean, K- you know, Katie's like a, a des- tough, like a a tough job, man. Being a caddy is a tough job. If you do it for seventeen years. You would expect some level of excellence at that point, right? Yeah, you would. I, it really I throws would. me for really throws me for a loop too. That I think the first recommendation was a club recommendation, not a yardage recommendation. Yeah, eight iron, just yeah. get it out. I'm like, ah, that rough doesn't look that bad, you know. And and, and uh, hey, you know, respect to caddies because I know a bunch of guys that have caddied uh, yeah. before. And mm-hmm. like I, my boys, like my boys are three and one. I want them to caddy. Like I want that to be their like. You learn, first a, or second you learn job. a lot of life skills. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough job as a kid, though. I mean, like you learn a ton of life skills, but it's also like you, you got to have the right personality for it too, because you're interacting with someone for four hours plus mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, I don't think I've ever 
I've had bad caddies. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I've ever had a bad caddy where I wanted to like kill them or fight them or <laughs> fire them for that matter. Yeah. Usually, like once I like, you well, know, your caddy at Bull Valley wasn't good. I had I had a caddy at Bull Valley that she was. It might have been her second loop ever. You know, she's like, I don't know how to read pots. Um, she she could track she down a ball. I don't either. Right. I mean, it's just like yeah, she would track down the ball, and that that would be about it and that's just you know that's what you need out there mostly all right you know your strengths let's just uh go with that if you want to learn how to read pots you can don't watch me but watch some of these other guys uh, and just start watching right because if you're going to start looping just start watching some of the pots and you'll pick up on how to read them yeah. the more you do it but yeah she was yeah. you could tell she was no idea what was going on other than I got to run and find these golf balls. Um, well, and, and back to your earlier question, Chris, about, uh, you know, was he helping me find my balls? Like the reason I think I'm an easy person to caddy for, like if my ball's gone, it's gone. Like there is no in like, between. Yeah, with my ball. yeah, stop looking for it. Right. Exactly. Like I'm not the guy, like I definitely don't even use the full two minutes. Like I, I can't. Cannot believe, like, I'm listening to this podcast, and you wear jeans, and you have a ball retriever in your bag. Like, go jump off the back of your truck, <laughs> like, drop the three feet, and forget about it. Because, dude, like, I don't get people like when they when the course is packed. I get it. Take out the ball retriever, find yourself a couple balls. We're all waiting. That's fine. But the person that wants to like hold up everything, looking for their ball because they're trying to save a stroke on their score. And I don't know if that's any of you two. I I don't want to throw stones, but I'm just like I'm like, dude, take the drop. Nobody's taking a trophy home. Yeah, I don't have a ball retriever. I have no ball retriever. I've never had a ball retriever. Never owned a ball retriever. Uh, we I, I don't know. You know we've played we played golf in some pretty tough rough before. And if you're playing for money, that can get pretty frustrating. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. If it's if like you know that you know the balls and you know the balls in play. It's in some thick ass rough. It's just like, what, what, where the fuck is the ball? <laughs> right, you know, like, you know approximately where it should be, and it's just gone. It's just gone. Just Ooh, gone let me ask rough. you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let's say you guys were playing somebody whose ball is somewhere in that thick rough, and and you know in your head it should be somewhere in there, but they can't find it. Would you give them a free drop? Or I've, I've always, struggle? I've always said free drop. I always. Yeah. And kind of go by the old golden rule. Um, yeah. It's going to yeah. come back to you. Exactly. A little point, golf right? karma. You this saw is what hit, I would expect. This is how I usually play. Yeah. You're right, this Mark. This is how we this typically play. Yeah. We typically it, do a free drop. Like, we all think the ball should be right here, and we just can't find it. And, you know, like, if you're but, playing in a, if you're playing in a, a legit, like, tournament or something, that's not the case, right? But you're playing with your buddies. You're playing yeah. with some other people. Like, you're like, we all saw the ball. It should be here somewhere in this vicinity, right? Like, there's no way it's not here. We've taken the time, probably more time than we should. Just take, just just take a drop. The just golf gods took on. it for some yeah. reason. Just drop it. Go. Exactly. And that's the thing I think. Make sure you put it behind a tree and then go. I think most golfers on Friday, Saturday, Sunday don't realize. Like, they treat, like, Saturday, that Saturday round, like it's a sacred round and has to be played by the exact rules of golf. And we got to make each other struggle and all that stuff. And it's like, man, for the sake of time, like, let's keep it moving. Like, let's just, I don't think enough people realize like exactly what you just said. If it's a tournament, 
like you're protecting you're protecting the field by forcing the person to actually find their ball right mm-hmm. but if it's just like if it's just you and your buddies for like whatever like we have a so we have a on our buddies trip that we do in geneva national we have a rule if you think you're in a backyard and you can just see a ball and you think that's your ball in the backyard free drop dude move on don't run into <laughs> anybody's backyard unless it's really close and you know if it was the pga tour you know they would have moved all the trees and and, and you know, i mean dudes moved a giant rock for a tiger right so you know we but we do that for pace of play and for the stress of it like <laughs> Why do we go up on a golf trip to like stress each other out? Yeah. And we, oh, exactly. we actually adopted a new rule and I call this the Medina rule. So, so some of the members at Medina, they have this rule on gimmies. Okay. If you lay your putter down and it's within the steel. So that means from where your putter head is, if it's in the cup to sure. the steel before the grip, you're good. Unless it's a stroke play event, you have to protect the field. What do you guys think about that rule? I mean, it seems like you're selling yourself short. Why don't you use the grip? Yeah, use the whole putter. Why, why don't you use the entire putter? <laughs> uh, why aren't no. you using all 36 inches of the putter? I get it. I think that kind of opens yourself up to, you know, consistency in terms of a gimme. I don't have the patience for something like that. If you're going to lay your putter down, then now you have to putt it, in my mind. Ooh, it's a good like point. If I, if I tell you it's good, just pick the ball up like i'll give yeah. you a three footer sometimes just because but so uh, that was the reason why miss it again i don't want to see why. four putt so pick it up <laughs> but that was the reason why they instituted it i guess because guys would make people putt everything yeah and, and it was just like oh my gosh like come on dude like you know if it's obviously within the steel or to prove it or whatever but it's yeah. also it gets to be a little fun i will admit when we did it at the trip it got to be a little fun yeah where all of a sudden it was like oh yeah uh, why is somebody from my Instagram Call of Duty group calling me all of a sudden? What the heck? Is that Sorry what just about happened? That. That's right. That's just what happened. Mm-hmm. They're all wondering. The crew's wondering where I'm at. <laughs> it's Matt, Matt, it's 10 o'clock. You're not playing. Where are Call you, Matt? Yet. Time to get in some Call of Duty. Do you guys still play video games now that you have children? Or are you like uh, functioning adults? You guys real adults? Uh, so, <laughs> so no, I'm not a functioning adult. And no, I don't get to play video games. Never been a functioning adult. Yeah. It's a weird I don't even get to watch my I don't even get, I hardly get to watch sports so I I just don't even have shots I play with my sons games. my son plays my my son Kellen's six he plays oh, so Fortnite that, a lot of Fortnite so I'll play Fortnite with him sometimes that'll be my best bet is when my kids figure out the video games are cool and they'll start we'll playing play. that'll be my best bet to start playing again yeah he's got NBA 2k one two we play that sometimes we'll play some video games he's got the switch so we'll play some but I, I have a switch too, so I'll play uh, I'll play Fortnite with him every once in a while. That's it. At what age did you guys? Or it sounds like you have some video games going on. You know, what age did you introduce video games to him? He, he got it last year. He got it when he was five. Nice. So nice. he played. He played, on, he played on his iPad already. Like he had played on his iPad already. But a couple of his buddies had Nintendo Switch and they were playing Fortnite. He wanted to start playing Fortnite, so we got him a Switch for Christmas um, yeah. in 2020, I think. I think it's fair. When I think did it's you guys a good age. Introduce, yeah, when did you introduce the iPad? When, were the, when did the iPad game start? Uh, uh, I don't know, four? We, we got my okay. daughter one when we took, a, we took a road trip to Georgia last year in May. So... But not, she to play, would, not to play video games, no, just to watch YouTube. Just 
Just in my daughter's got a YouTube, did that. A YouTube one. She just watches YouTube. So yeah, we got we. I was I was against it, but I was like, we're going on an eighteen-hour car ride. It'd be suicide not to let her have um, some prayers. Yeah, eight. You know, not to have a an well, iPad. So we got her one. Fucking ass. Like I'm just gonna drive through. Do, 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 do. I'm gonna drive eighteen hours through with two little kids. Nailed it. Did it. I, that's an achievement, dude. Achievement unlocked. Fucking there you go. Drop the uh, AirPods in. Put my wife in the back with the kids and just went, just went, went for it, did it. Blacked out. Yeah, hey, I, I didn't we take went to, any drugs. We went to Georgia right in the heart of COVID. We're like, didn't we take rented, any we drugs. We rented a house for three weeks down there. Our and family. Nice. And Mark's family, yeah. yeah. And you guys survived. Uh, we did, yeah. I don't, the buttons barely survived. We survived. Yeah, my son, son, my son had a rough well. go at it. That was his first, my son was. He wasn't even one yet, was he? He wasn't one yet. He was maybe six, eight months, somewhere in there. First time away from home. Hated you guys. And just didn't didn't bode well. He did not sleep the whole time. Oh, okay. But he didn't catch anything or oh god, no. He just no, didn't want to sleep. Did, he didn't sleep. Just didn't sleep. House. Just we did a little uh we did a little new Buffalo, Michigan trip. I tried to sneak in some golf, but that wasn't happening. And, uh, you know, we, we ended up going up and, uh, yeah, my youngest, my one-year-old got like, uh, like an RSV kind of thing, oh, like oh, really? all these respiratory infections. Recently? Yeah. Uh, this was back in like June or whatever okay. it was. Um, but you know, my, my oldest had started Recent? daycare. So he probably just mm. brought some stuff back with him from oh, daycare. Yeah. He's like, here, here you go. But yeah, the reason I ask about the video games is because, um, yeah, I, I, my son, the one that points with the middle finger that I told you guys about, he still does it. And uh, he, if, by the way, brands talk about brainwashing brands work, dude, because this kid can name you every single car at three years old. He'll name every single car that's coming down the road, Mercedes, Toyota, all this mm. stuff. And uh, so he saw me playing video games and I was like, Oh, what's the harm? I'll get a, a demo of Forza and I'll see what happens. And man, dude, it addicts. Little kids, dude. I'm weaning him off of it. It's fucking crack, dude. It. It's crack. Yeah. But it's our fault for not spacing these kids apart because, you know, there's only a two year gap between <laughs> them. And he still doesn't understand that the kid doesn't want to wrestle or that the, the one year old doesn't want to play with them, right? Uh, video so video like, games are like, it's like, it's, it's proven like that. It's like the dopamine levels that hits the kid's brain is like the same, same high that you get from sugar or fucking cocaine. So really, you should we just be giving your kids it. cocaine? <laughs> I mean, think about it. All right, save you. Yeah, probably yeah. it's probably save you money. It would. No way. Except, games are way cheaper. DCFS yeah. calls. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much. I don't know how much cocaine costs that you're buying, but video games are only like twenty bucks. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't haven't bought a video game in a long time. I, I so or, or the funny thing is, I was five when I got the the original Nintendo. So like that's about the same age. Yeah, it's probably six or seven. And it was Duck Hunt and Mario. That was legit. Game Boy. And Tetris. And Tetris. But we were playing like (laughs) super like games that didn't look like real life. And and that's the thing Mm. is like it started with Forza. And then what he found. What's Forza? Forza is like a racing game, like racing simulator games. So I was like, okay, it's racing. It's not violent or anything like that. Well, he ends up finding out that because, you know, you can get cars in it. The word free is good. He's like, oh, it's good. I can I can download the free car. 
<laughs> free car, free car. Well, he goes into the demo section, and now all of a sudden he downloaded like Ninja Turtles Brawlhalla or whatever. Nice. And now all of a sudden he's like playing a fighting game, like nah, like <laughs> like like okay, now we're shutting this down. Like it's that, so he's off of turn. It for probably daddy's the next turn. year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna wait. Yeah, wait until Daddy starts playing shoot 'em up at night. Yeah, exactly. Do the war zone drop. <laughs> But I'll tell you, you know, outside of golf, you know, like, like physically this summer, like I can't really like play as much golf as I used to, you know, video games have always been like a good way. Like my buddy moved to Texas, keep in touch Stay with him. Connected, yeah. Yeah. You know, like with a purpose or, you know, they don't want to host a podcast with me. So nobody wants to do that. <laughs> well, my, my, my son, I was telling Mark, like, uh, you know, a lot of my son's friends play Fortnite or play Minecraft or Roblox. Like those are the, the games the kids are playing these days. And like, that's, that's their social time too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, he plays with a lot of his friends. He talks to his friends on the video games that we, that we didn't have that luxury when we were kids, God, right? We no. go, we go knock on our neighbor's door to see if they're home to play basketball or something. Right. Yeah. This is like, and they, they still do that too, but I'm saying like, they have the luxury of staying connected via video game too. Which is yeah. But I cool. think the era we grew up in, you were more likely to be a latchkey kid where like kind of mom and dad gave you some freedom like like mm -hmm. how much freedom do kids have nowadays to like get together like Probably like not. outside of organized events like if they're not playing organized baseball basketball hockey whatever right like the, nobody's knocking on each other's doors like hey we're just gonna go ride bikes around the neighborhood anymore yeah no like, you like bags of shit on fire ring the doorbell <laughs> you guys ever do that? Go, go put it out with your boots tad it's a flaming bag of poop. Did you guys ever do that? No. You can't do Which that now with, you did with the ring. Paper. We no, definitely I, didn't do the no, uh, flaming my, bag of poop. Me and my kid, me and my buddies in the neighborhood, we lit the bags of shit on fire. No. Ring the door on. Hundred percent. You were straight out of the Adam Sandler movie. That was you. Hundred and ten percent. We do it all we, the time. We you can't do that now because no? everyone, everyone's got a fucking ring doorbell that's true you can't do that anymore no chance you can do that anymore you can't even tp houses anymore nope nothing yeah. all the fun all the sure fun is sucked out of life for those kids that's true you can tp my house i'm gonna see people are out there and then i'm gonna come out there and beat the shit out of you but or wear a mask no if i if i get the notification on my phone oh, that gotcha. some people are tping my house i'm going out there Wait, yeah, wait gonna... Mr. Passive Aggressive is going out there to like shoot kids yeah. with his hose. Hey, you oh, kids! Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna he's go gonna, out there he's and gonna like, get the scream. hose attachment. I'm like, I'm not gonna do you. anything. I'm just gonna scream. Get turn, off my lawn! Turn the sprinkler system on. That'll get him. Or also get really wet toilet paper and make it impossible to yeah. clean up. Get off my lawn! I'm not gonna do anything. So get off my lawn. That's right, because yeah. you're supposed to do it when it's raining, so that it all like clings to it the tree. Yeah. So it's a nightmare. You just leave it till Christmas and pretend it's icicles. You gotta burn it. That's the best. That's the best way to get it down is burn it. Burn it. Yeah. So burn the like, toilet paper. Does it start like a fire? No. Even if it's just burn tree? the just gonna burn the toilet paper. It's not gonna burn the tree. No, the tree has water running through it essentially. Because if if as long as your tree's alive, you'll be fine. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you just that's how, that interesting. sounds like that's how the forest fires started. Yeah, there's that too. Is. We don't have to really worry about forest fires here, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking oh, of man on fire, <laughs> Tony Finau, baby. Hey, oh, yeah. How do we? How do we not talk about Uncle Tony yet? I was so happy. 
I, I don't know about you guys. I like Tony. I like his game. I just like him. He hasn't won since he's won he's one time. <laughs> it was the human. Puerto Rican Open in sixteen. So that's not, this, even, that's not even a PGA event, is it? It is. It is. It was. It won. It was at that point. I don't know if it still is. That's a pretty big deal that he won today. He's had so many close finishes. I that think was, that's what he needed. I think it's what I, he needed. Who knows? This could like maybe the floodgates open for him and he starts exactly piling on wins. I the don't iron, know. I hope the so. Irony, the irony of the floodgates. Yes, the irony of the floodgates that they played in New York after seven inches of rain. Or New, well, sorry, I think New we Jersey. About this last time is uh you know Tony for that stretch where he took like three seconds in a row. Yeah. Even though he's like finishing in second, he's still like possibly the best golfer in the world at that point, right? Like you know, if the guy catches fire and a great dude. And uh, my brother would get mad at me if I went into a second podcast, not because my buddy's Gumby, they have a Nike podcast. And they were talking about the Puerto Rican open curse. Yeah, It's actually not a true <laughs> curse because Victor Hovland has won the Puerto Rican open and won another tournament as there well. We go. So my, my brother loves Victor Hovland. Uh, I think it's because he looks like the kid from uh, the Jennifer Aniston movie. What's the, what's the Jennifer Aniston movie with uh, Jason Sudeikis where they go in the RV and they smuggle drugs? Oh, he does. <laughs> oh, he God. looks like that kid, dude. He does. Oh, my what was God. Does. Family be, trip? What was it? it? Might be called no. something like that. RV trip? No. RV family? Family no. RV? No. That's all wrong. I still got to get into Ted Lasso. Oh, God. Yes, what? you do. What do you mean get into it? Well, it's on Apple TV, right? Yeah. Send him your login, Chris. <laughs> How much for that fifth login? How many logins do you get? Um, I'm already pirating we, Disney. Wait, I think oops. we get it for free. We are the Millers. We are the Millers. That's it. I was just getting R&D on it. No, fuck R&D. They suck. Yeah. That is, a, that is such a good movie, actually. <laughs> actually was pretty decent. No, no regrets? No regrets? No regrets. No regrets. But Jason Sudeikis's character in that is like it's such like he's not even like an anti-hero. Like he's just a, a jerk off. Like you're not rooting for him at any point. No, like, there's nothing redeeming about him. Yeah, no, asshole. he's got that. He's got that that typecast down, which is fine. That's just well, Ted Lasso is a, a different character. Uh, he's a he's happy-go-lucky, funny guy right i mean it's just that's yeah, kind of how he is. he is and we are the millers he's a dickhead yeah. and we are the millers yeah. anyway uh no he's got that so happy go lucky guys tony Finau winning the fedex cup exactly. you guys booked it I'm, I, I'm i'm putting my money down i yeah. love it i love that he won i don't know you know maybe he just flips the switch and starts winning everything where's no, the, i don't know where's the bmw at next week maryland Maryland. there's no odds out or anything this yet, so it went to maryland it, it's yeah, yeah it's out of Illinois. Let's not talk about that. Stupid. <sighs> we have zero. <laughs> no, the only tournament we had this year was the John Deere, which was technically in Silvis, Illinois. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Have you guys played? Have you guys played uh, Silvis? Still haven't done it. No, nope. I still have not made our my way out there and played. You, dude, we're gonna go out in October. You guys got to come out. Sold. You're going for a. a... <laughs> A day trip? We do a day trip. So we do a day trip. That we wait until they have like a 36-hole uh, option, and then we try to play. And, and usually in October, the sunlight's not going to let you get all 36, but we managed to get 36 last year. Okay. So it's kind of like a new tradition. This would be our second annual. 
try and get so two foursomes out let there. Let us know, man. I, I've always wanted to play out there. Sold. That's where I tagged you guys because they had uh, off the menu the what's what's your thing? The chicken salad. Oh, chicken God. salad. They had chicken salad off the menu. I, I go ahead. Mark and turn. hits chicken like, salad. I don't I'm like y'all got chicken salad. They're chicken like, yeah. Salad. I don't yeah. like a chicken salad on a 95 degree day at the it. turn. It's not appetizing. I never said you guys weren't legit, so don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> but the moment I knew you guys were legit is because Chris had said any fine establishment would have chicken salad available. Absolutely. And I walk up and there's a menu, cheeseburger, hot dog, Polish sausage, all this stuff. And I'm like, you guys got chicken salad? Sure got chicken salad. Always sure got off the menu. It might not always be on the menu. Yeah. Who the hell it's makes not, chicken salad if it's not on the menu? It's not yeah. a legit golf course unless it's chicken that's salad. That's how you know it's real. What kind of golf Illuminati Still wouldn't stuff take is it. this? Teach me some other stuff. Still would not <laughs> do it. 95 degrees. I don't need hot mayonnaise. Don't need it. It's not hot. It's, it's not hot mayonnaise. I don't the, Where do you get hot mayonnaise from? And never the got second that it takes out of the fridge, it's oh, hot. No. it turns into hot mayonnaise. That's why you have to inhale it. It's outrageous. Like inhale it like a ravenous yeah. wolf. You get it in a cup, it's gone in 30 seconds. Tops. For, for you, when you Tops. inhale food, it's different Same for normal you. folk no. that eat, I've seen take eat. bites, and eat. I've seen you eat. They, normal humans take bites of I've seen eat, you eat. eat, eat. Yeah, eat. no, it's gone in 30 seconds. Maybe 25 for you. Yeah, give me a hot it's dog. It's not going to get hot. Give me a hot dog. It's fine. Brat, chicken salad supposed to have grapes in it. Yes. Yeah. The, the, yes. Grapes are the, grapes I are the think best. there should be grapes in a chicken salad. Everyone does it. It's a legit chicken salad if it has grapes. I mean, it's if cooling it if it's frozen. If it doesn't have grapes, it's still fine. But grapes really are like the... I think, it should, the, I think it should be in there. There should you be really get, You don't really get an opinion because you're kind of a... I like know, a chicken salad. chicken salad. I don't guy. like it at the turn when I'm sweating bullets and I, you know, 95 degrees. And they've already just shot man. a 45 on the front because I had six lost balls. Don't need a chicken salad. Oh, by the way, that that's how bad I've been. I'll shoot a 45 without any lost balls. Just letting you all know how bad I've been this year. No, <laughs> I'm the only guy that'll, that'll top a hundred with no I, lost balls. I've shot more rounds in the hundred this year than I have in my whole life. Swing changes? That, What's going story. on, Katie? Yeah, no, I've been doing some swing changes. Uh, I actually took lessons and made myself worse. So, uh, yeah, no, I've shot in the hundreds more than I have in my whole entire life. It's the process. That's, that's why I got to the point where I quit golf. I Trust was just the like, process. This is, this is stupid. I, I, I you know want to have say. fun. I want to have fun when I play golf. This isn't fun. Mark, but just quit remember. golf for a week. No, two weeks. I took a, week. a full a week. two weeks off where I didn't play golf. Didn't no, touch a club. You played a week after. No, I played Merritt Club, club? and I did not touch a club for two Ooh. weeks. You took two weeks off? Did not that? touch a club. One, always remember that the night is darkest before the dawn. That's from Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, it and is. Then, uh, yeah, and then, and then second, how was Merritt Club? Because I, like I might Merit be able club. to play there someday. You should. Really nice. Really nice. I'd play there every day. It's wide open. It's open. No trees. There's like three trees on the course. Really? It's a nice nice track. Yeah, Yeah, it's fun. A little blue jack action. There's some water that that comes into play quite a bit. 
and there's more than three trees by the way but there it's a it's a fun course it really is yeah it's a cool layout cool yeah. course mark played you actually played pretty well that day we won money uh, that day we won money that's what i remember Ooh. we won money maybe you didn't play well but we won money a couple of dollars well. we played well enough for me to for us to win money you played that's with true. me that's true we won like 90 bucks that day it was a we big won 90 day bucks that day yeah spend it a all piece. in the clubhouse we did got some free shirts well, out of it was it all in shop credit no no was, but we uh, made the, it in, we made it shop yeah. credit the guys we were playing uh, yeah. with we just took their you money to and bought course. it to uh bought some swag yeah ooh, why not? Ooh, okay i got got a question for you guys all the courses in the chicagoland area and surrounding states look out wisconsin michigan indiana who's got the coolest logos yeah, that's a good question. Oh, where did we play up in Wisconsin? I love the Lock tree. LaBelle. Lock Lock LaBelle. LaBelle. Give me a Lock LaBelle tree. That's 1896. Got a really, really sweet logo. Yep. 1896 really? logo, yeah. Give me Lock a Lock LaBelle. LaBelle's a really good logo. I like Mammoth Dunes logo. I'll tell you the truth. Uh, okay. I still I like... Ha- uh... I hate Sand Valley's logo. I hate it's going to sound weird. Mammoth Dunes logo, great logo. Sand Valley's course logo, don't like. Mammoth Dunes... <laughs> The second course up there, love it. Great logo. Uh, God, there's not a Aaron Hills is nice. Uh, would you Nothing say special. I like Chicago Highlands logo? Ooh, the bird, the bluebird. I still love Medina's logo. I think sure. Medina's got the best classic. Logo. Do you? Uh, I hate it. But did you know that course one course? also has its own logo? Course one at Medina. That's the crazy see. thing. So Medina has that awesome logo. Obviously, the Medina Shriners. Yeah. Pretty iconic clubhouse, all that stuff. And then course one, because the greens are, are so undulating, and they are. Like, yeah. they are a beast. It, it's a camel logo, like the humps of a camel. Oh, are supposed yeah. to represent the green. Okay. So I'm like, so the interesting thing to me, and please don't take this. The I've, wrong never, way, seen Medina, that lo- I've never seen that logo. Yeah, it, it was after they did the redesign. So it's only about three years old or four years old redesign. But it's like you have a logo for course one, mm-hmm. but you don't have a logo for course three, the, the course that everybody knows you for. Right. So. They're, they're pro shop. They're like, they're, they're pro shop stocks. They're like, it does. They don't have good stuff in there to buy. They don't. It's awful. It's actually, it, it is disappointing. It's really disappointing. It's awful. Awful. Maybe that's what, for, on purpose. What are you timing out? Know. What are we timing out there for? Uh, oh, I got some inside info on that one, but go ahead. Uh, no, it's brutal. No, it's now, bad. now we need it's to bad. know. It's bad. Well, oh, it, got yeah, I agree. Well, what, 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 well, she did, but go ahead. <laughs> what did you guys not like about it? I just didn't think it's there was small. A, there was not much in there. Small. Like, I didn't think. The, like I didn't think there was a lot of, has a bigger. I didn't think there was a lot of good options. I just expect more from a world class country op- club. Hat like options that. were terrible. Sure, yeah, I used to work. Terrible. I expect more from a world class country club like that. Yeah, I used to work an outing there every year, and um, that's all anybody wanted was logoed apparel, and they would yeah. never do it. Like you'd be like, you have to come into the pro shop, and people would go into the pro shop, and there's just stuff not, there. not enough stuff. Yeah. No, no I, the only thing I found there, I played there this year, was a, a cool Travis Matthews hat. That was oh, it. the Chicago with the Chicago logo on it. No, it's got uh the it's got the Medina logo in nice. the middle. Hmm. That was it. Everything else sucked there. 
just suck. One, when, we no, golf no at, uh, when we golf a deer run, I'll tell you more. Okay. Let's do it. I'm, I'm, I don't care what day you tell me it is in October. I've already committed. Yeah, because my September is like filling up. But, um, you know, we did it last. So my buddies and I, we would try and go like every year. And we would get a foursome out. And then finally last year was the first time we got like two groups out there. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, holy shit. Like this place is so awesome. I, and it's like we talked about before. It's just that there's a lot of good Wisconsin courses within yeah. a shorter driving distance right. of Deer Run. But if you make it out to Deer Run, it's totally worth playing 36 holes. It's totally an awesome course. It's, I just wish 18 was maybe a little bit more picturesque. Okay. 18 is kind of a, like let down because 17, 17 is like a big par five elevated green. And even though it's surrounded by two holes, it's beautiful as you go in. Mm-hmm. And then you can see all these guys are like, it's like iron wedge on 18. Like they just need to fix 18 to make it more mm. dramatic. You know, like I, I don't care that guys shoot 28 under at it. I don't. You know, everyone loves a good finishing signature hole or, you know, just a nice finishing hole that that you're coming in. It's picturesque or something. You do something to make your the hole 18 something to remember, right? You don't want to yeah. leave on like a piss poor note. That's the only thing I don't like about Mistwood. If you ever played Mistwood, they, their 18th it hole is sucks. just lackluster at best it's one it's one of the holes i'm just like this this uh, you you you're doing yourself no justice by having a beautiful course like this and then finishing with that you know what this kind of boring hole the state am they had it they had it at misswood okay they moved around the holes did they so yeah so 18 wasn't 18 18 was not 18 no i think it was time is 18 the one there's water short right it's a par, short, it's a par right? five, but it's, it's just it's, it's it doesn't fit what Mistwood oh, is. It's like, it's like tight and they ran out of space. And they're like, oh shit, we're yeah, gonna get one short, more hole in here. Short par five, tight short, on the right. Narrow. It's not yeah. short. It's just a narrow par five. It's not yeah. that short. It Actually. doesn't let you blast away. It doesn't let you. It's just oh, not it's typical. Not a, you gotta hole. hit driver there, but yeah, you get driver. It's just not typical hold. It's just the shit hole. It's like a, yeah, it's a shit hole. It's like a forest preserve hole. <laughs> Fucking Indian boundary hole. I'd love to go play Indian boundary. I would too. Do you think we would score that's, better? Or not? That, Do you think we would score dude, better? That's where I go to feel good about my game. That's I, what I, I grew up playing on. I think we would shoot in the seventies, no question. I think we'd shoot better, but I'm not sure. I think we would drink a lot more. We. We haven't played a six-hour round of golf like that true. in a long time. That's we true. Our first more. round together has got to be at Indian Boundary. We got to do it. So tomorrow, we'll Zoom see you there tomorrow. Tomorrow, Wednesday. I'm trying to get Eric Anders Lang out there. So, so Eric Anders Lang, he went out uh, to, to cover like uh, what was it in Saudi Arabia, and there was like this controversy about him going out there, and he actually yeah. messaged me like privately. I was like, oh my gosh, that's that's so cool. And he was just kind of like, you know, like, hey, I get the controversy, but I'm going out there, da-da-da. I'm like, hey, if you're ever in Chicago and you want to wear jeans on a golf course, let's do it. Like, like yes. let's come out to Indian Boundary right by right by O'Hare. You can you can fly in, golf for six hours, then come right back out. So we'll we'll see if he ever takes me up on my offer. But dudes, when you play Indian Boundary, you're doing it with me. We're gonna do it. Right. And we're I think they got the skateboards there, right? Where you can everyone gets a skateboard and you can do the they do? I think they have that, whatever that thing is. 
Like not a not seg- run by Billy between Casper a Segway and a it's skateboard. not a Billy Casper course anymore. Oh, they got rid. Billy Casper oh. turned into Indigo. They they killed the name Billy Casper. Okay. So all the all the Cook County Fort and Forest Reserve courses are Indigo now. I think so. Forgive me if I'm wrong, and I don't know if Indigo is part of Troon or how that all works. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about because I've had quite a few here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, something like that. Like no longer Billy Casper courses. No, nope. okay. the, the greatest Ryder Cup player outside of Phil Mickelson. No Billy longer. Casper's no longer. Uh, either way, I used to, we used to get so rip roared, hammered there and play golf. I'll I barely, I barely remember the course. We used to get so. Drunk Wait, did there. you play there when they had the cement slabs and the the artificial tees, or have you played there since they went to grass tees? Uh, I don't remember. We've played there. We've yeah, they always had grass tees. From okay, okay. all right, <laughs> all right. So you, you got there after the good old days. No, yeah. I, that was that Last was time always we played a, there. Was probably I don't know. 12 Probably years my ago? birthday seven years ago or something like that. Eight years ago. Eight years ago, where we had like three, three foursomes and just blacked just, the fuck out. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you, it's a six-hour round of golf, no matter what you do oh, no, when you play do, there. Yeah. And we just, we just took it full advantage of it. It's just like, all right, we're just gonna drink and have fun, and golf is. Secondary, Second, right on top of the golf carts. There, I, you know, there might have been a little bit of that. Go a little golf surfing. Yeah, well, I would slamming like to do the golf surfing the there. It's pretty flat, so I don't think like it's pretty flat. There's not a lot of undulation, yeah, so I think you get zero. pretty ripped and get on the boards and not not be in danger. I just don't remember that course. I remember like the first. I, re- I remember I the first the hole. First three first hole, holes. No, are, first hole for me. First three holes are pretty easy from what I remember. Well, the second hole, you got to wait till they tee off before yeah. you can actually go up. To the you can hit track. the green right. on two. Otherwise, <laughs> you might catch a hook in the face. Yeah. Or, and three, it's like a short par five, par five where yeah, you get like you driver wedge. Too. Yeah. And after that, it gets fuzzy. That's where I have, by the way, on the back nine, the, the one that runs along Cumberland. There's a par five that runs along Cumberland. That's yeah. where I have my, my one and only albatross. I do not have a hole in one, but my albatross came on that hole. Tees were up. It's a par five, and I I put in a six iron. <laughs> put Love in a it. six iron, one eighty out. Incredible, man. Love and, it. That's, uh, that's better than a hole in one. I love it. I would love for an. And albatross. then I followed up the par three by going way right and then chipping in. So my brother's like, oh my you went albatross so chipping birdie. Albatross and then I did, birdie. Yeah, I went albatross chipping birdie shoot? and shot seventy eight. Seventy eight. <laughs> That's, that's, that's how bad I am. You went two two but, on the scorecard. <laughs> it was not a good front nine. Again, remember, I'm the guy that can shoot 45 without losing a ball. I love it. it yeah. Dude, short game yips, dude. I mean, and that's the thing is everybody says that acknowledgement is the first step to like getting rid of the yips, but I'm like four years into this. Like we gotta we gotta get past this. We gotta fix yeah. this. So it's that's always there. It's a virus, man. It's always yeah, there. Oh, dude. But how are your hosel rockets? If I can bring up something to ruin your game, I've been pretty, pretty hosel rocket free this year. I've had a couple incidences where midsummer, where I caught them like mid round, couple holes, but I've been relatively hosel rocket free all year. Yeah, I would say I haven't played with you that much this year, but with me, yeah, I don't remember like a a hosel rocket. We haven't played that much. Together. I remember you like, hitting a hosel rocket, but I don't remember you hitting a stretch where it was like, oh God, I can't play with him anymore. We played like 30 rounds together this year. 
I, I haven't even played 30 rounds this year. That's down from last year. No, I'm way of, down from last year. A lot year. of golf. Yeah, I'm way, I'm way under my rounds of golf. Chris is way under. He's at 80, 80 right now, 80 I, rounds. I'm at probably 45. You're not. I can guarantee Maybe you're 50? above. I, I no. guarantee you you're above that. Above 50? I guess above, I'm 50 above 50. No chance. Yeah. No chance. It's okay. You don't have to be upset All about right. it. Uh, no, I, I'm take offense to that because I don't you think are, I'm at, don't, you I don't don't need to take anywhere it, close to 50. You don't need to take it. I'm going to count right Own now. It, Chris. No, don't count. Go, go to, go to the going Grint. To, I'm, going to, I'm going to my CDGA app. It's going to tell or me just go to the Grint. posted. Oh, they have an app now? The CDGA? By the way, this is why handicaps are BS sometimes because if anybody looks me up in the CDGA, it's only got like my Indian boundary rounds <laughs> posted since like 2015. So my you, CDGA you handicap. I don't. I honestly, what I do is I use golf logics and I know that's not like USGA because I don't really play in like a lot of tournaments or anything like that. Mm. So I've always liked the golf logics app. I just use that to figure out what my handicap is like ballpark it. Um, yeah. But CDGA is like, when I was like in my twenties and single and playing every week and I'm playing Highland Woods and Indian Boundary and Force Preserve Courses and breaking yeah. 80 every week, I was like, yeah, I'm a great golfer. And then I'd go to like real courses and get my face kicked in. Thanks everyone for joining us for this episode of the Breakfast Balls podcast. If you like what you heard and like learning from our mistakes, please subscribe. Also, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at breakfastballs.podcast. Panda! Listen, how you scammers, black exits, fan, what you see, panda, panda swole, fanny, salad bar, candy, and I'm the macho like